0: Well, hello there, beautiful soul, and welcome back to another episode of the Listening Well podcast, a space where I explore different avenues of wellness with the aim to untangle the moments of chaos we experience so that we can live our lives with a little more clarity and wholeness. I'm your host, Stephanie Bovis, and if you're new to this podcast, welcome. I am so happy to have you here. If you are a returning listener, Well, you know how we do it on this podcast. This is a very important passion project of mine that has supported my own well-being journey, and I absolutely love creating content where I can share my thoughts that perhaps you can relate to as well. If you'd like to show your support, you can do so in a couple of ways. You can give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening from, I offer these podcasts freely and your support will really help in allowing this project to flourish and thrive. So thank you for being here. Today, I speak to coach and hypnotherapist, Rihanna Yusuf. Rihanna has worked with many clients from around the world, be it one-on-one coaching or large-scale group sessions. But what we discuss today in particular is her role in corporate wellness, the power of mindfulness and vulnerability, but also conscious leadership and how leaders should care for an organization's most important 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 asset, it's people. She speaks a lot about using a human first based approach, which helps leaders develop self awareness, empathy, and purpose so that they can lead with more intention and impact. I really enjoyed this part of the conversation. She also shares with me what hypnotherapy is all about, tapping into those traumatic moments so that you can heal, and that healing is not a linear journey. It looks different for everyone, and she plays the long game, folks. She won't sell you a how to solve your issues or how to manage stress in five ways. She believes that healing takes time. We spoke a little bit about peak performance and how to achieve that. She shares on her adversities and how she's developed her own resilience and eventually found her purpose as a life coach. It was such an honor to have her on this podcast. I hope you enjoy this conversation with me and Rihanna. I appreciate having coaches on this podcast, because obviously, as this the tagline of this podcast is really to explore different avenues of wellness and well being, what it means to live well, right? It's there, there was this whole fitness craze and in looking the best, and then there was, you know, a big mental health craze as well. But there's also, I feel, a spiritual awakening that's happening in the world. Absolutely. And when I got in touch with you, I visited your amazingly designed website. Thank you you very much. You guys have to go check it out. (laughs) Inspiration for myself. You know, I'm kind of messy in the head, but this, I was like, oh, so organized. But you really target different, these different avenues of what it means to be well. What started this journey for you? Maybe you can give my listeners a little backstory.
1: Sure. Um, It goes way, 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 way back. So I'm going to be
0: just raw. skim through Yeah, it. I'm
1: going to be raw, right? Oh, raw so. is good, babe. I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> yeah, that's how I roll. Um, so I grew up in an orphanage. Um, prior to that, of course, I've got a lot um, of challenges in childhood. Um, there wasn't much parental guidance, so I had to be sent to, to the orphanage. My father passed away, left me when I was four, back to Indonesia, and then... About seven and a half, I went to the orphanage because my mother wasn't healthy enough to take care of us. So when I was in the orphanage, because there was just so much going on, you know, like when my grandfather, which I felt was my only source of love, passed away, um, it was just really a lot. You know, for me to go through it would probably take days. But what, most importantly, when I was there, I, I'm not sure why, um, even at a very young age, I, I was traumatized. I. Didn't speak much unless I was spoken to. But I could see how unfair the children were treated, including myself. I could see how unfair my mother was treated. So my mother um, was struggling with a few mental health issues. So people were calling her crazy. People were calling her so many names in front of me. And even and you know it, it broke my heart, and I made a pact to myself: when I'm when I grow up, I'm gonna correct all this. I'm gonna make my mother's life better, and I'm gonna try my best to help the world mm. <laughs> to a better place. Um, ambitious for a young child, for a young kid, but. I mean it came to me naturally I, you know I'm like and one of the way how I survived the seven and a half years of um of an age you know I self soothed myself it was very hard for me for me personally because I'm a high, HSP, highly sensitive person uh, and I waited every December for my mother to pick me up you know by the gate in my mind in my young mind thinking it's end of the year so that's the, that's the time where, you know, you reset everything because the new year is coming. So I'll wait for you. I actually wrote a few poetry um, in the orphanage. So how I survive is by writing poetry, because I didn't know how to express in words. And also by self-soothing myself, keep on telling myself, hang in there, hang in there. You are the author of your own life. This is only beginning. Once we start working, and, and I I actually remember so re, um, referring myself as we, I'm literally talking to myself, which I later on learn as an adult that I'm talking to my, my inner child, <laughs> my infant or whoever. Um, yeah, so it was like day in, day out, assuring myself, this is temporary. I'm gonna make things better.
0: Thank you for sharing that. And I just want you to know that you're so strong that you went through this moment of adversity when you were young and it's almost surprising that now your work requires you to speak to give workshops to give talks and presentations when when you were a little girl you were so you know you really you you grabbed that uh, what you call weakness right and you made it into a strength and i find Excellent. that super empowering and inspiring and you know I, I thank you for sharing so openly and vulnerably and it just makes me feel like trauma you know when when you when we're talking about our inner child and when you bring it up it can still be so visceral mm-hmm. that like you, you know it just sort of lives within you that oh it just it, it just has to find its way out somehow you know and i just i felt that with you so I mean be, living in an orphanage and growing up in an orphanage must have been definitely a um an experience you're you I can, I can only imagine but you know look look what it look where it's led <laughs> you you've made your mess your message you know Thank you very I, much I I love mm.
1: that thank you so much yeah yeah. Uh, yeah I guess hence um it becomes my life passion mm-hmm. I feel like I'm born to do this period you know it becomes my life passion to Inspire, motivate, and help people transform their their struggles or their weakness or whatever it is. Because I'm no different than anybody else. I'm, I mean, all the successful people you see, most likely they're not. They all went through their own fair share of struggles, and you know, I through the years I worked with many different modalities, and. I craft it in in a way because I want it to be more efficient instead of I spend a very, very, very long time trying to heal myself. um, Able to show up as I do today, it wasn't easy at all. You know, I did so many trauma triggering, like doing a public speaking, for example. One week prior to public speaking, I'll be grieving I'm not joking And yet yeah, when people see me They all say you're born confidence All these things And I, I'm always very open I say no, no, that's not true You know, this is what I go through But so can you You know, of course I don't grieve that As that anymore Nervousness is always there But but yeah, but it becomes my passion To help people in a Not overnight But as fast as, way as, I, as we possibly could to help you heal so that you can move forward in your life and achieve your dreams.
0: The modalities that you share are, you know, trauma healing, right? That inner child work. There's a little hypnotherapy in there. There's also, you know, uh, more visceral, tactile modalities like sound healing and yoga, so the physical body, right? You know, which one are you the most passionate for in this moment? Okay, let me rephrase that question. Which modality have you found people need the most?
1: Uh, Okay, (laughs) Um, I've been asked this many times. Tough question, only reason because I don't think there's only one modality to help a person. I think it needs to be an eclectic modality or or a mixture of modality uh, to help us, you know, the human, the being human is, is more complex than what what most people think it is. You know, um, positivity is important, motivational is important, motivation is important, but motivation, positivity alone doesn't make the cut. We do have to dive deep. Um, I'd say hypnotherapy is very powerful, um, very powerful because it taps beyond your conscious mind. A lot of us um, think we know um, things that that have caused us this pain or a lot of things that are, you know that have made us the person that we are today. However, there might be more things that have happened to you that you don't realize, or maybe more people involved to make you the person that you are. Um, in so far in my work um, that I've experienced, at least you know, with all the clients that I worked with, people tend to have more um, child trauma with their mothers. At least for my experience, right? However. Um, either by asking the right question or through hypnotherapy, I actually be able to pull out, you know, um, different other scenarios and then, and then just having that realisation, that clarity, that it's not one person that's responsible for, for how your life has turned out, that sets you free.
0: Can you have like a 10 minute hypnotherapy session or does it have to be 60 minutes? I've never personally done hypnotherapy, but I'm super curious, uh, especially because I I feel like a lot of people are talking about inner child work these days, uh, trauma. You know, a lot of people are recognizing that they are the way they are because of obscure traumas not like big t traumas like whoa yeah. i yeah. this happened to me and so that's why like yeah. really nuanced traumas like but i've never tried hypnotherapy but is this something that takes time like do i need like a full hour or is it
1: um you can't i mean depending what you, are you coming in for i see right? okay
0: so 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 the the client tells you like okay I'm struggling with this scenario in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I guess you ask prompting questions like,
1: yeah, so prior to you say, first of all, you're welcome to come for my session. I think I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> yes. you're very, very welcome. I'll be honored to have you. Um, we will have a consultation call. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, I'll explain to you what it is actually, because a lot of times we hear all these whispers, what is it about? Or based on Hollywood, which is totally far off, um, you're very much in control. So I'll ask a few questions and and through the question and I, then I prep,
0: I, will, oh, yeah. I, I
1: prep for your session. Okay. So this, I'm talking about a proper professional chemotherapy, yeah, yeah um, So it can't be ten minutes because, Hypnotherapy is a lot about repetition of the of the suggestions I'm I'm giving you mm, to override okay. your your previous um, narratives. Mm. So it can be between half an hour to maybe one and a half hours. Mm. Um, so it depends on on the average. i would say one hour, but see if, there's another. I also do hypnotherapy um, for regression. So Define that regression. Okay. So besides the normal hypnotherapy that people know where, you know, where I help you to rewire your narratives, your belief system, things like that, um, overcome your dysfunctional habits. But we can also use hypnotherapy um, for regression. Um, so say you have um, intense low self esteem for example right and then he, you think this is the re, this is the reason blah 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 however if if i have a gut feeling i'm very into, intuitive person um that that can't just be the reason because sometimes you know people tend to think it's my ex boyfriend or it's my mother mm-hmm. do this I like, I mean, it, it's possible, but I generally like to go to the core of a problem. Mm. So I'll go because more than often, there's repeated incidents that cause you to have severe low self-esteem mm. or whatever your struggle, right? So I'll regress different part or maybe even if we don't know what is causing you to, to be feeling off, for mm. example, and then I begin regressing to different part of your ages. Um, different ages um, and then from there then there's more much more more clarity to what actually have happened and then there will be a pattern Mm, I see so it's almost
0: like untangling dissecting yes Yes. interesting yeah I'm super curious Um, yeah for some reason you know I mean being in the wellness space myself I've found my own ways to regulate my emotions I've found ways to like achieve just sort of more Balance, yeah, you know, yep. I uh, I am releasing an episode on what wellness means to me because my friend was like, you know, well, you know, you still go out and you drink and you like to have fun and you go dancing, oh, you go out to three subject. <laughs> oh, oh, so you know how like what make well, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. asking like what gives you the right to be a wellness influencer?
1: Yeah, and I'm like, but uh, I I so, sorry, hang on a second. She asked you what gives you the right? No, to, no, no, okay, okay. No, she. she Okay, I we were, know, just, I know, we're I know. just
0: talking about it. I yeah. think I think she was telling me what someone else had said. Yeah. So, anyways, I digress. It's not it's not a big deal, okay. but I, but then it got me thinking like yeah. what that definition is and like you know, um and it's like, yeah, I like to have fun. I enjoy myself. Mm. I love techno. Mm-hmm. I love going out and 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 raging with my friends. Love but it. then but then the next day I am most likely not going to see anyone. I'm going yes. to do my own practice to help me come back to balance. So I was like, yeah. you know, there's I think there's a difference between like being or acting like a monk and like being very monastic and yeah. and balanced all the time or every now and then having those moments of a high and then coming down and trying to find that equilibrium once again. I'm still I I I'm still figuring it out, but I was like I think I think if you know what works for you, yeah. that awareness, yeah, I think you're like, that's wellness, no?
1: Absolutely. I think what you're doing, um, I mean, all those activities that you're doing, does it make you happy?
0: Yeah, it does, right? It's yeah. like wellness for the soul, right? Yeah. It might not be good for my liver,
1: per se. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> See, I think when it comes to alcohol, that's totally a different subject, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. I think that's um, how much you drink. That's, of course, that, that's That's different. Yeah. But the thing is that we, again, it comes back to being human. Mm. We're not striving for perfection, but we're striving the best that we could. I don't think there's anything wrong. I love techno myself. I love um, dancing myself. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I still enjoy and if I do go out, like my, my, my friends will describe me, you climb trees, Rihanna. <laughs> you don't just go out, you climb trees. Hey, that's cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I think, I feel, because I'm a passionate person. I mean, I don't need to be doing those things every week. Mm, and I think mm. one of the thing, at least for me, the misconception of... Um, Finding spirituality, of uh, finding, um, or being in a wellness space, or, or even adulting, many people forget to play. Yeah, right. And when you forget to play, everything gets so serious. Ah. Everything gets so intense. Mm. And there's also um, um, spiritual snobbery. Yeah,
0: spiritual ego. Yes. Yeah. When I lived in um, Ubud or in in Bali, I wasn't living in Ubud, um, but I was up in Ubud quite a lot and there was just so much conversation on one-upping like how much do you know about you know oh quantum healing and chakras and this and I was like whoa everyone's trying to one-up each other is this spiritual you know and not to mention the bypassing that happens right yeah I'm guilty of that in my mid-20s mm. like I thought it wasn't until I really started to take ownership of my behavior and my mental thought processes that I started to take a proper action instead of relying on the universe to take care of me and taking no responsibility, you know? I think the bypassing that goes on am not, not, not dogging on Bali, but you know, I mean, I, I, did, I, live, know what you mean. I did live there for a year and it was quite I, daunting.
1: I know what you mean. Totally relate, uh, relatable. I lived in, because after Dubai, I used to live in Dubai for 14 years. And after that, I was thinking, where else should I live? Because I didn't really want to come back to Singapore. So I, I went to different parts and then I ended up in Ubud. I decided to stay there for a couple of months. Mm. I have to get out. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know right? exactly what you, what you say. Yeah. yeah, it's weird that you think that you're going to achieve this sort of spiritual
0: awakening, mm. but instead you feel a bit like shitty that you don't yeah. know or you're not keeping up with the you know, someone has more experience and ceremony than you, and and you know, yeah. I'm more spiritual than you. It just it got a bit like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so personalized, right? Like yeah. everyone's spiritual journey, wellness journey, I think it's just. There's no right way to go down a path mm-hmm. because you you carve your own way and you do what works for you, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess you as a as a as a mentor, as a as a coach, you just guide people down their own paths, like not yeah. your path per se. You just give yeah. them the tools, right? Yes. Yeah, nice.
1: Like um as actually one of my clients just told me two days ago. She said I see you as a strategist. I said, what do you mean? You don't tell me what to do. You ask me question. You ask Mm. me question. You want to know me. And then you prescribe me um, um, different solutions. And that enables me to think more into what I truly want. And that she felt she could reconnect to her true self. I'm like... Mm. Yeah, that's great. It's very meaningful. Because then because mm. then
0: she, you make her her own healer, her exactly. own like, teacher. You're not putting the job in someone else's hands and then you become reliant and then you build this unhealthy relationship yeah. with that
1: person. Yeah, I think that's a great way of asking uh, questions. Yeah, I always feel my job is... is I'm a vehicle mm. through, uh, you know, whatever higher power you believe. I feel I'm a vehicle to to share whatever I've experienced, learned and whatever wisdom I have. And, and, you know, and you decide which one works for you. And like I say, hence uh, over the last 10 years, I've acquired different modalities because everyone is so unique. Hmm. You know, I, so I work, so when people ask me exactly what does your transformational coaching um, consist of? I say, this is what it, It consists of, but I cannot tell you when, Mm. in which session, because it really goes according to individual. Yeah. Because we're all
0: unique, right? Yeah. I had coffee today with one of my friends who's the general counsel in a corporate. So he's really in the corporate race, but he's very deep and he's very philosophical and he's starting to think about meaning and purpose. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I see that you do a lot of corporate. Wellness, conscious rest, leadership. I do conscious yeah. leadership. Yeah, can you tell me a little bit about sure. what these workshops consist of? Because I mean, not only could I give you a contact <laughs> with my friend who's really like, you know, what? Why do I wake up every morning? What's my why? You know, in life. But yeah, I mean, I, I think for for corporate fellas who aren't working for themselves, who yeah. are working for the intentions of someone else. Like, w- how do you inspire conscious leadership?
1: Okay, first of all, I think your friend is uh, on the right track by asking why. Mm. Why am I doing this? What you know, th- things like that. That's a good start. Um, so, conscious leadership basically having more uh, having awareness that we are all human beings, and if you look at it in a in an organization, any organization, your most important c- Commodity is the people, mm. you know. However, in a lot of situations, um, the people bec- were put last. When I say people, I'm referring to emotions, mm. right? It's good because we are emotional creatures. That also means for me to perform better is how you take care of me emotionally. So I do do peak performance. And the leadership is a big part of it because... People look up to the leaders. A, a great leaders are the ones who lead by examples. And if you, you, if you lead by instilling fear, so you, you, you probably get your, the result that you want, but you also will be affecting pe- a lot of people's health. I'm, oh, I'm sure your own health. In comparison to conscious leadership where we empath, empath, empathise on human first factor, um, on empathy, compassion, on self awareness. So self awareness is uh, uh, so. There's an eight attributes that I cover. There's a lo- there's a lot, but I cover eight in my in my workshops. So one self awareness is right at the top because how can you lead? How can you be a great leader if you don't have self awareness? Vulnerability is one of them because gone are the days where you lead with fear. You know, in today's world, in today's society where people are more aware, they want equality, they want a bit more, not a bit, actually, they want freedom, you know. So if you are able to lead and still have authority, right? You, I mean, to have authority is not, again, not instilling fear. I think it's important to have authority, but by showing that you know what you do and also able to admit when you don't know. Mm. So I think that's vulnerability and that's powerful. When, when a leader could admit, hey, Steph, um, I don't know how to do this. Could you tell me? Like mm. I, I mean, a lot of study shown how the person get way more respect. So do you already be an authority? Because you show that it's okay, you show that it's okay for me to be human. Mm. So people become more creative. People now are able to share their their ideas more openly and not afraid if they are wrong. Mm. And even if they are wrong, what happened? They are going to learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. This is just amazing. the small part of, of consciousness yeah, issue. That's yeah.
0: so I, I'm really, really interested in that because, you know, my friend, he just feels like he's stuck in this paradigm of someone else's ideas and you know, he's really asking this question of why and and, and you know, I, I I know that the the CEO, the leader is not all these things that you've just said. Yeah. Vulnerability is not in his repertoire. Mm-hmm. He is just like, no, if this is a sign of weakness, then I, you know, I can't yeah. do it. Pretty old school, probably, yeah. but yeah. you can tell that it's created a toxic workplace environment. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. So I, 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 you know, I had a conversation with him this morning and I, I got really interest, intrigued in this corporate wellness because mm-hmm. let's be honest, most of the population are waking up, yes. going to their work nine to five yep. for someone else's dream. It's not the my, It's not the, the the majority of people are doing that instead of following their own paths and taking their own risks, right? To yes. do what they yep. love and what's passionate to them. So I feel like these offerings for of yours are really, um, really pertinent.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank super you, yeah.
0: powerful. Thank you very much. Yeah, Yeah, that was awesome. You know, I got a T-shirt the other day that said, healing before succeeding.
1: 100%. I'm a huge advocate for that. Yeah,
0: I had to bring that up because when we spoke the other day, I was like, I'm personally on my own healing journey. And I feel like the moment I decided to take those steps, everything just sort of fell into place in terms of like, like I know who I am better and thus like when I speak to someone for an opportunity or whatever yeah. I I'm not swayed with like oh you know I want to be liked and or yeah. I want to feel I, I just want to you know it's like I know who I am because I've taken this step to to try to heal yeah. and thus quote unquote the universe is responding yeah. to me because I do feel it has.
1: Yeah. It's yes. like everything just falls into
0: place.
1: Yes totally agree. Everything is aligning right. I don't believe in, in coincidence. I, I everything in this is in synchronized. Mm. You know, like like you and me, we like we met. you know, it's it's meant to be. And I believe that's that's a path that we both needed to be after this. Yeah. yeah.
0: I saw one of your posts the other day on toxic positivity <laughs> and like you know i th- i just wanted to to i wanted you to share your two cents on that because yes. you know i i cringe when i see an old facebook post from you know 10 12 14 years ago that's like life is a <laughs> it should be amazing for you too, you know? And oh gosh, I just I put my head in my hands, like, oh, what am I you didn't know anything, Steph. <laughs> you didn't you didn't go through your adversity, you know. Like sometimes I feel like you need to almost go through adversity to then find that. Purpose and 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 change, you know, and yeah. I can only imagine you. Like I, I started my healing journey like not so long ago, actually. I lived mm-hmm. a pretty privileged upbringing, international schools, and you know mm-hmm. this and that. But like for you to go through something so young, I mean that has instilled that instilled purpose probably so
1: way ahead of the curb. No, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't wish, I'm not saying that my childhood um, uh, or my teenagehood that I went through um, is so tough because it's hard to put a measurement. Mm. But 100%, it, it wasn't easy at all. And I wouldn't want anyone to go through that. Um, however, I do know that I wouldn't um, possibly have the depth of understanding Compassion um, and able to hold space at the level that I do now, um, if I haven't gone through them, through those doing those days, yeah. Mm. Like I, I might be still be a coach, but you know, and these days everybody can be a coach, um, mm. you know. But
0: but well, it just takes that one little certification, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so but it's like it's like it's almost like experience is learning on how to be a coach like that's valuable information than someone telling you how to be a coach because you've lived it yeah it's part of you so you're you know when when you say hold space so my um not so spiritual friends they always question me like what do you mean by hold space what does that mean to you I have my own thoughts, but I'd like to hear what you mean.
1: Okay. That's a very good question, actually. Um, Actually, maybe no one asked me this before, so that's a very good question. The whole space for me is a a space where I'm able to be heard, to be seen without judgment. Mm -hmm. A space where I don't have to water myself down. A space where I feel totally safe to be fully me. Yeah. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, and again, I think it all ties in with like you've had experience. So your level of empathy, compassion has been built into you. So you have the ability to hold space for others because you you yourself have gone there you can relate or, or
1: yeah understand i also think i mean like i think when you go through intense um situation you there's two paths that you you go one probably become extremely compassionate as i do um or the other one you know the hard one, yeah the other mm. one, you beca- you beca- you harden, shelled up, right? And
0: Become cynical and yeah, yeah. So
1: like, I grew mm. up in a family where ven- vulnerability is a no-no. Mm. We can't even talk about anything about uh, about uh, um, about or about any struggles, right? Because I, I'm very grateful I could turn I turn around my my life, my entire family's life at a very young age. Um, by 19, I. Then things are things around. By 24, I bought my first apartment. So things are good. However, the pain, the trauma, I I could never say because the moment I was reconnected to my mother, I was already, it felt like I was already start working. Started, you know, I have to start um, paying bills. I have to start. I was only 15, Mm -hmm. you know. So, but by 19, I'm already going to the doctor because I don't know what's wrong. Um, uh, I... I just cried you know I'm I'm I was always well dressed and still is and I, I love I love dressing up I'm not gonna apologize apologize for that mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I especially in my younger days um you know I used to work in a trading company so dressing up is almost um, part of the contract <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so but then again I would cross the building to my company's doctor and break down I mean, nobody knows this right because I didn't have a safe space So in my family Back then You know My family We, we have a great dynamics now um, Back then my Whenever I Told my mother "Mom, can I tell you something About what happened You know When I was this Stop Wipe your tears Be grateful Be grateful So, so for everything in my life I have to be grateful Oh my god And I and I, Look uh. I teach gratitude I teach gratitude It's so important but this is again an a misunderstanding about you know, about gratitude, right? And you, I mean, that's basically you're dismissing the person's emo, um, experience, emotions. I
0: relate so much to you. I mean, I love my mom. My dad is mm. emotionally unavailable, but that's the one thing that she always tells me: just be grateful. Be grateful. I wonder if there's a thing as toxic gratitude. <sighs> Oh, my God. Uh, 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 Should I coin that term now (laughs) in the wellness space? Like toxic, right? There's toxic positivity, right? Where you're like, oh, God, okay, come on. Like, let me just be sad, okay?
1: I guess that you could say that that falls into the realm of toxic positivity. You know, being grateful for everything, you know, yeah, I I guess so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can see why there there are studies that show that gratitude do it does alleviate depression. It puts you into that growth mind state of like, what do you have? Like, grateful yeah. for fresh water that I can drink, you know? I, you know, I, I can see, yes. I can see the, oh my the God. little things, right?
1: No, the, I mean, I just like what you just brought up. It's like I remember when I had depression um, almost a decade ago. Um, and people tell me, think of those people in Africa, mm. think of this. I felt so frustrated. Okay, I'm done with people. Then Can I just be myself? So I cut out people. I had to cut out people for a while because mm. I literally thought I will punch the next person who tell me to think of Africa, to think, you know, because... I mean, I do a lot of charity work in Africa. You know, I, I'm part of project building schools there. But how... Whatever a person is going through, no matter how small or or, or big, they shouldn't be dismissed. yeah, Do you know, so that's an example of holding space mm. Mm. yeah, just exactly. Just let them be right? yeah, whether you agree or not, yeah. you just respect,
0: yeah, yeah. this this idea of um like listening to the person as well, like, you know, I always felt like if someone opened up to me, I would have to give them my two cents or Tell them what I think they should do, but I've just tried to practice now. Like, okay, are you are you done venting? Mm-hmm. That's good. And sometimes they sometimes they answer their own questions through the vent. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Because they've just needed that release. And like, Correct. Right? Yeah. No, i I feel you. I feel yeah. you.
1: The next thing probably you want to know. Um, do you just want me? To listen, Mm. or would you like me to give some thoughts of mine? Yeah, exactly. Um, But just bear in mind that it's my thoughts. I may not know exactly, Mm. you know, yeah. Yeah, like the use of language, right? Yeah.
0: Where do you see the wellness industry in 10,
1: 20 years from now? In Singapore or in the world? Because it's totally different. Oh, wow. Wait, how is
0: it different? Um, Yeah, I'm I'm curious curious to know. So, in my job,
1: that's not my job, at least in the. In what I'm preaching or teaching, guiding, right? It's still not common in places, especially in Singapore and in corporate companies. Um, so there's a lot, or you see, I write a lot, right? Like I'm trying to educate or create awareness. Um, a lot of people are still, you know, they still want the, the quick way, to how to motivate person, how to perform better, things like this. Whereas I always play the long game, you know, and I always play, um, I always put human first. And I, 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 I genuinely strongly believe that your company or you as a person, as an individual, would be able to sustain success, achievement, way longer than a short term motivation.
0: Um, program mm, like five ways to yeah do this 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 right
1: yeah you know I can give a motivational inspirational speech um, quite easily because I've had like uh, trucks of experience and mm. I'm happy to do it but I also like to give uh, to make people have awareness first of all why you are where you are right now so there's so much power when you know you have clarity where why you are right and. And then how you can overcome it, mm, you know. No. Yeah. Okay. If so you know, I'm making sense. Yeah, oh, so, making that's, sense. yeah, yeah. So,
0: so, so you're saying that the shortcut is seen in Singapore or in the world? Um, can,
1: uh, it's all over the world. So, However, so, you,
0: so you're thinking that like maybe in the future people are going to respect the process and they're going to, you know, uh, realize that it's not a... Quick fix. It's not going to be six months in a program and then you're good to go. It's just,
1: uh, yeah. You will learn a lot, like in a three hours workshop, for example. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't. I will not wipe up all your problem. Do you know what I mean? But I will give you whether it's three hours, three weeks, three months. But I will give you what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is in our. It is in the micro moments. Of of the actions we take, of the habits we choose And the decision-making every day that impacts the whole big picture
0: Mm, I love that, the little decisions you make every day
1: Yeah, and the the micro-moments and micro-habits Has major impacts in the whole universe, that's my belief yeah. I
0: think that's a wonderful way to wrap this conversation up, preach <laughs> sister. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much, Rihanna, for sharing your thoughts, your, you know, what you what you preach, you know, what you teach, thank what you, you share with others, and thank you for your openness and vulnerability. It was an honor.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you you, I think you are a great a great person to hold space. You have got very um, coming light, um, like you know, with a sparkle of diamond dust energy. Oh, well,
0: thanks, babe. Yeah, you know, it's you know, at some points it it wavers. You know, I think at one point I was super bright, and everyone was like, "Oh, you're so light!" and but I hadn't. I was covering. The darkness with so much light, instead mm-hmm. of exploring the darkness and mm-hmm. then finding that a glow that's like sustainable, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. if that means anything. Sorry, I feel no, like no, I, no, I, no. I feel, I feel I, like you totally like I just imagine that <laughs> my aura like just like okay, there's like so much lightness, but then there's so much darkness, and now and it's that's like, okay, and that's yeah. okay, right? Yeah. But exploring the darkness a little, letting a little, let the light sort of tender the darkness and then you just sort of glow in this like
1: mm-hmm. in a
0: in a more like stable frequency you yeah, know
1: yes and and healing is never linear right mm. you'll go up and down up and down and that is life and then that's the human experience I'm I'm really passionate on on reminding people the human experience is never a straight line its it's everything. Mm. And the only thing that could h- help us to hold ourselves together is our breath.
0: Mm. Yeah. Own Your Breath, Yes, which is the t- title my, of your podcast.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Amazing. I will link all that in the show notes thank you very for much. my listeners to listen to Rihanna and what she has to share. And thank you once again. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. you so much. Steph. Mm. Thank you. If you'd like to get in touch with Rihanna, I have attached her website in the show notes. She offers sound healing sessions at her own studio. She offers meditation and mindfulness classes as well. She really does it all. And I love that she's so holistic in her approach to healing. If you enjoyed this podcast... Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, but until then, move gently, take care of yourself, move with ease, and I'll see you back here next Tuesday for a brand new episode.